All right, good evening and welcome to another edition of Low Def Media. This is Mike and this evening we have a follow-up podcast. Um, if you are a fan of the channel, then you've probably seen or seen, you've probably listened to uh, one of the episodes that dealt with CrossFit. And what I want to do today is kind of do a follow-up on that because what we talked about in that episode was kind of the state of CrossFit at the time, uh, which we'll get into here in just a second. And then there was another uh, quick little episode I did, and I entitled that one, Do Apologies Even Matter? And so what I want to do is kind of do a quick follow-up to those, I guess, two podcasts. Um, so let's let's jump right into it. So uh, not a lot of not a lot of intro, um, not a lot of, um, I guess, build up. Uh, we'll just get into it. So here's the thing. So we talked about CrossFit, and at the time, back in June of 2020, uh, Greg Glassman, CEO of CrossFit, CEO and owner, uh, said something uh, that, and I'm looking at it here. Um, it was on June 7th. It was in response to a, a tweet that said, racism is a public health issue, uh, to which Greg Glassman replied, it's Floyd 19, as in COVID-19, making a reference there, and took a tremendous amount of heat for that, um, to the extent that the people who were affiliated with CrossFit and people who were not uh, those in the media and those who um, were on social media uh, really laid into him and caused him to resign. Okay, so at the time, um, what happened was he resigns as the CEO. So here's what I talked about in the first episode was Greg Glassman resigning the state of CrossFit, how affiliates were separating themselves from CrossFit. So the way the system works, you have gyms that in order to use the CrossFit brand, they have to be an affiliate. They have to pay a certain amount of money per year to be able to call themselves CrossFit. So a number of gyms de-affiliated. They said, we do not want to be a part of an organization that uses this kind of, I guess, language or makes these type of comments. And so they really wanted to distance themselves from Greg Glassman. So at the time, uh, when I did that podcast, it was more of, um, this is what's going on. Why is this happening? If, if CrossFit is more than just Greg Glassman, if it's a true philosophy and if it's doing all the things that CrossFit says that it's capable of doing, then why de-affiliate if it's just the one person? If you understand that CrossFit as a whole is way more than just the one person, then why would you de-affiliate? So that was the whole conversation. It was you know, where are the, where will CrossFit go and what is the, the, the outlook for CrossFit? So now, oh, we're not quite a year out from that, but a lot has changed. And so that's the premise of tonight's uh, podcast. And, and I want to frame it like this. I look at CrossFit and I see some, I don't want to say exact or that it's 
um, an exact representation, but I do see some similarities with what happened in CrossFit and what is currently happening happening here in the country. So let me explain. So CrossFit went through an extremely traumatic experience for CrossFit. I mean, they had a CEO who said some inflammatory things, came under a lot of fire. People started to run away from the burning ship, sinking ship, whichever you want to prefer, and de-affiliated. They had some leadership changeover temporarily. Dave Castro, who runs a CrossFit Games, was placed as the CEO. But then something happened. They had a change in leadership. Uh, Dave Castro didn't really want to be the CEO, so they had Eric Rosa and an investment group stand up and say, we will buy CrossFit. Nobody thought Greg Glassman would ever release CrossFit, but he ended up selling, so he steps down as a CEO. He sells the company. Eric Rosa is now in charge, and that was less than a year ago. And to their credit, not only did CrossFit continue, you st- there are still CrossFit gyms across the country. It is still alive, and it is on the road to recovery. They had the CrossFit Games. That is their season-ending uh, coup de grace, like the Super Bowl of fitness. Uh, they had that. They had to augment it a little bit. It wasn't the large event that it normally is. Uh, they had to pare it down. It could they could not accommodate the number of um, entrants or athletes that they normally do. So uh, what they did is they pared it down. They had five males, five females, and that was your field. And they competed at a single location. And I watched it. I was enthralled. It was a great event. They had really great media support, and so that was a success. And now they're about to embark on their first full CrossFit season since the changeover. And they've got things that, I mean, granted, some of these events will not happen. Some of them have already canceled. Some of them have already changed from what they were last year going forward. They won't be, you know, uh, one of the stepping stones or one of the gates to getting into the CrossFit games. They will just be simply a competition. Um, But... That not being the point, there is still plenty of excitement, energy, and interaction with CrossFit, and they have plans for a season, they have plans for the games. So, I look at that, and I look at a company that was on the brink of disaster, where they lost hundreds of affiliates because of the actions of the person in charge. Now, I'm not here to take sides. When I say I see correlations between that and what's happening with our country as a whole right now. I'm not here to take sides, but what I'm here to do today is to say that there's hope that we can look at CrossFit and say, you know what? They had, they had an incident, they had a situation, they had whatever you want to call it, where things were extremely turbulent. Some people thought it would be the end of CrossFit, that it was just, that it was just going to implode and that would be it. But because people cared enough about CrossFit and about its methodology and uh, what it meant to them, because they cared enough, they became invested and they protected it and they safeguarded it and it, it made it through. It, 
it, re, it did not crumble, didn't fall. It persevered. So look at our country. We just went through a tremendously, and I'm not talking about COVID or any of those other things. I'm talking leadership. I'm talking politics. We went through a very turbulent time frame. And I'm not trying to marginalize it. I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just saying it was the from the things that happened just before the election, through the election, the transition of power, all that stuff. Very turbulent. People are very upset. They're scared. They're frustrated. There's all kinds of emotions. So here's what I see. I see that we're in a point right now, we're, we're on the downside, okay? We're, we're in that, what they call the valley. And I think that if we all continue to partner together, and to remember that America is the greatest nation on earth and that we are capable of so many things and that when we work together, there's nothing that we can't accomplish, but that's the key. We have to work together. So the opportunity is there. I think that if we choose to put differences aside especially the very small ones. Now, the the bigger ones, that causes, you know, those are discussion points. But as a country, if we decide it's more important to heal than it is to argue, I think we have a real opportunity to bring this country together and to decide collectively to move forward and to be better than we were before. And I think we we can look at CrossFit as an example. That's what they're doing. And that's just a very small, very small example, but there are many different groups of people who participate in CrossFit, just like there are many different groups of people that make up America. We just have to remember that America, the ideal of America is what's most important. And so we need to continue to work together, find ways to agree instead of finding ways to disagree and work together, create partnerships so that we can get back to thriving as a country and uh, put this uh, period of dysfunction behind us. And again, this is not anything to do with political parties. This is taking that outside of what I'm saying and saying we are citizens of America who need to partner together to make the country we live in better tomorrow than it is today. And so I'm hoping that we can do that. I I firmly believe we can. I don't have all the answers on how that looks and how that how we can make that, you know, how we can make that happen, but I know that if we work together that we can make it happen, that we can do that. And it's just a, a matter of finding out if we will. So that has been my podcast for this evening. This is Mike. This is the Low Def Media Podcast. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you like this kind of content, please hit the subscribe button so that you can you know, get these in your inbox. And um, if you like, leave me a comment. Let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what you thought of the broadcast, what questions you have. And I would love to make that a discussion point in future episodes. So until then, have a good evening. And we'll see you in the next one.